There are times in this life when fear is so heavy and burdens they weigh on your mind. You are weak in the need and no strength you can find, but just hold on, helps right on time. My Jesus is always on time. And though you may see a valley, He sees the mountain you'll be standing on. And when all you can see are the tears falling glad he sees what we don't I've seen his children walk through the darkest of midnights I've witnessed faith put to the test And I've watched as the storm blew in with the thunder, but in each trial, he knows what's best. And oh, I am so glad he knows what's best. And though you may see a valley, he sees the mountain you'll standing on and when all you can see are the tears falling down I'm so glad he sees what we don't he knows the end from the beginning he looks ahead the hurt and the pain to a place where the peace passes all understanding he sees the sun through the rain and though all you may see is a valley he sees the mountain standing on and when all you can see are the tears falling down I'm so glad he sees what we don't I've seen his children walk through the darkest of midnight I've witnessed faith put to the test I have watched as the storm blew in with the thunder but in each trial he knows what's best and oh I am so glad he knows what's best and Oh, you may see.
fear and trembling. I don't believe there's ever been a man, woman, boy, or girl ever been saved if they didn't come with fear and trembling. If you ever strolled an aisle somewhere and you was able to smack your gum on the way down to the altar and smack it back to your pew, you never got saved. Because salvation always comes with fear and trembling. You got Bible to back it up, I do. Paul on the Damascus Road, a man of man, a hero among heroes in that world in which he lived and the things he did, persecuting Christians. He was a man. But when he met the Lord on the Damascus Road, it humbled him and he fell with trembling, the Bible says. Saul of Tarsus fell with trembling. Acts 16, the Philippian jailer. He was a man among mans. He wasn't no fat boy put in charge of guarding his jail cell. He was a man among men. Tough. Hardened. He knew how to carry out business among those prisoners. But God brought an earthquake to his heart. Never mind the one that happened in the jail. God brought one to his heart. Again, shaking things on the inside. And the Bible says that he came with fear and with trembling. You know what he did? The very men that he once beat, the very men that he once whipped, the very men that he cast into an inner dungeon, he fell at their feet because there was trembling in his heart. And he knew they had an answer. He knew they knew about salvation. And he fell at their feet trembling and he said, What must I do to be saved? God help us today that we would have such a spirit about us and in this church and in our lives where lost men and women would come and fall before us trembling and say, what must I do to be saved? God give us a spirit where we don't have to beg and we don't have to plead, but where when God moves in people's hearts, they'll fall on their face with fear and trembling and they'll work out their salvation until they know that they've been saved and their name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For this is the will of God, and it's His good pleasure. I'm glad it's the good pleasure of God to send the Holy Ghost to the back alleys of Charlotte and Atlanta and convict the hearts of drug dealers and drug users and convict them and break their hearts and save them. I'm glad that's God's good will. I'm glad it's God's will to take a drunkard and break their heart and bring them to salvation and put them in a choir loft. I'm glad that it's God's good will to take a man who's an adulterer or a liar or a thief and save them and put them in a pulpit preaching or on a mission. I'm glad that's God's good will. But for a preacher who only preaches to that crowd, he's missing the majority because the majority is good people that they've never been saved. I'm around not millionaires every day, but I'm around multi-millionaires, Mr. Eva, and even a billionaire too. They're good people. I see their mail. I see the causes they give to. Good people. But they need Jesus just like that drug addict in Charlotte or Atlanta. They need to be saved the same way. They'll have to come the same way. So I'm glad that it's his good pleasure to save. But it's his good pleasure not only to save bad people, but it's his good pleasure to save good people because good people need to be saved too. And that's you this morning. I don't believe I'm preaching to a drunkard, a drug addict, a harlot, or a, an adulterer. I believe this morning the Word of God is settled in your heart. And the Lord's already ordained circumstances in your life when you come trembling this morning. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It's that time. I see people from here from last Sunday who came and walked the aisle. They were trembling as they come. 
They went out right here at the foot of the cross and God saved them. That's the way I got saved, scared to death. God saved me with His mercy and His grace. My heart reminded us this morning we're still a child of the King. We still belong to Him. You need to be saved this morning. I read and asked you to come just a second, but I remember reading a story of a preacher's wife. She had led Bible studies. Her husband, a successful pastor, she had led Bible studies. She had been used in the work of the church. She had led the teen girls in, in growing this youth group, and she had led many of those teen girls to Jesus, taking the Word of God, and, and led them to Jesus. But God began convicting her that she had never been saved. And she said, but I'm, I'm a good person. I'm a preacher's wife. I've led Bible study among the women. I've grouped the young girls in this uh, youth group. I've even led some of them to you, Lord. How can I be lost and need to be saved? Of course, the Lord showed her that it wasn't her saving people, but it was His Word that was saving those young girls and people in the church. And she got up in an old revival service where God was moving and she went to the bathroom in a, in a set of old wooden stalls and she said, okay, Lord, she said, you're dealing with my heart tonight. Once again, I come trembling. And I need to know in this little wooden bathroom stall, have I ever been saved or am I not? Am I lost and do I need to be saved? And the Spirit of God assured her that she had never been saved and she needed to be. And that, that night, was the day of salvation for her. She heard plainly from heaven. She left that stall. She went through those doors into that sanctuary where they were having a revival meeting and made her way straight down to the altar where she got down and where she was saved by God's amazing, wonderful, abundant, marvelous grace. And then God really began to do a work in her life. And that's you here today. You need to be saved. This is the stopping place right here today. This is where we've come, and this is what we're going to do. I may or may never again enter in this pulpit, but I tell you what we're going to do today. We're going to lift up Jesus' name. We're going to preach in because you need to be saved. And if I could come grab you and tell you that it's you, and you need to do something about it, I would if the Lord would let me. I'd take your car keys, and I'd not let you leave this parking lot until we wrestled it out, and you got it settled down. But I can't do that. But I don't have to come to you. I don't have to take your car keys. I see the Holy Ghost of God doesn't come to where you're at. And He's went somewhere where I can't go. He's got on the inside of you. And He's disturbed you. And He's bothered you. And He's worried you. And He's caused you to tremble. You think what we're... Listen to me. I want to tell you why we write checks and pay light bills. I want to tell you why we have Bible school. Why we have live nativity scenes. Why we have services on Sunday nights still around here we're having. Why we have church on Wednesday. I'll tell you why we do that. I'll tell you why somebody cleans this carpet and vacuums these floors. Why somebody sets up over there and takes down when we have fellowship. While somebody cooks in the kitchen while a woman fixes at home and carries here. I'll tell you why the choir practices, why the musicians are working on things even at home. I'll tell you why people give when that offering plate comes around. I want to tell you why we pray for one another. We do all we do so that we may see you saved and born again for no other reason. This is not a country club for the saints. My friend, we didn't come to get tickled and coochie cooed. We didn't come to get built up in pride and in ourselves. We've come today, and all this church has ever done is that you may be born again. Why? Because we don't want to see any man, woman, boy, and girl die and go to hell. I myself deserve to be there, but God, by grace, saved me, and it's my job. 
Yeah, let you know you don't have to die to go there today. He'll save you. He'll save me. He's willing to save you. I promise you that. Stay in your place. Bow your head, close your eyes. Child, God, you pray. Listen, you sing those verses of that. I realize that that's not an invitation song for salvation. But it's going to work today because God's using it. God's moving in somebody's heart. You need to be saved this morning. That way last Sunday and Sunday before, God's made it possible for you to do that today. If you're on the end of the aisle, this is going to be very easy. You just take one step out and you start making your way to the altar. You must be born again, the Bible says. Jesus says you must be. Not possibly should be. Not that it would be a good thing. It's not even a suggestion. But the Lord Jesus says you must be born again. You must be born again to see the kingdom of God. If you are not born again, if you die, you'll die lost apart from Him. You must know that truth today. Yes, there's a hell that you'll go to, but yes, there's a heaven to gain if you'll surrender and submit to Jesus as Lord and as Savior. Where and when have you ever done that? Today's that day because you never have. If you're on the end of an aisle, this will be easy. You step out and you just start walking. I'll meet you there or I'll have somebody else meet you in this altar and we'll pray together. If you're in the middle, and I'll tell you what you do. All you've got to say to the people that's blocking you in is to say, let me out. I've got to go pray. And I'll bet you that they'll step out and they'll follow you to this altar and they'll pray with you. And I'll meet you here and we'll pray and we'll lead you to Jesus. You must be born again. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It's the will of God and it's His good pleasure to save you. You get that God wants to save you today. He's offering you the greatest gift mankind's ever been offered. 2,000 years ago on a hilltop called Calvary, Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of Man, put my sins and your sins upon Himself, and He died and was crucified for those sins. But thank God for our justification. He arose on that third day, and He lives and He ever lives that you may enter in. Yeah, that you may be saved. If you're in the middle, you can push somebody out of the way. If it's a friend beside you, family member decides and then you tell them I've got to go pray. I've got to go be safe. Will you go with me? Will you walk with me so I don't have to walk alone? Please come with me to this altar. Somewhere in this church there's a man who needs to be saved. Somewhere in this church there's a woman who needs to be saved. He must be saved. Maybe a boy or a girl. I don't know your heart. Maybe a grandma or a grandpa never been born again. You've been good. Oh, sure you've been good. You're a hard worker. You've been faithful. You raise your children well. You're a good neighbor. And there's nothing but great words spoke of you. But has your name ever been written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Have you ever been born again, saved by God's grace after He's convicted you and brought you to fear and trembling? Today's that day. This hour's this hour. So this will begin to sing and somebody's going to begin to move right now because the Holy Ghost of God's got your attention. Come. Come right now. Step right I'm not going to flee long this fear is so heavy and burdens they weigh on your mind you are weak in the knee and no strength you can find but just hold on helps right on time my Jesus is always on time And though you may see a valley 
glad he sees what we do. I have seen his children walk through the darkest of midnight. I've witnessed faith put to the test. I have watched as the storms flew in with the thunder, but in each trial he knows what's best. And I am so glad yeah. he knows what's best. Right here. Though you may see the right side of the church, my left. I don't want anybody looking around, not one person peeking around. Nobody looking out from under their eyelids. When all you can Unless see you're lost and you know you are, you I want Oh, I am so 